0: Welcome back to Discovering the Bible, the podcast where we want to dig into God's Word for God's treasures. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host Friedman, and today we are continuing with the tremendous results of justification. And remember, justification means that God has declared those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ to be just. He sees them as though they have never sinned before. That is, as we also shall see, our standing before God. In Romans one, sorry, Romans 5, verse 1 and 2 we read, Therefore, having been justified on the principle of faith, we have peace towards God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have also access by faith into this favor in which we stand, and we boast in hope of the glory of God. In the last episode about justification and the results of justification, we have already seen that we have peace with God. And today we will see that we have access to God's grace in which we stand. And that is a tremendous change of our position before God. Because what we need to understand is that before our conversation, what does God say about us? In John 3, verse 36 we read he that believes on the Son has life eternal and he that is not subject to the sun shall not see life but the wrath of god abides upon him and that is very uh, important for us to understand that is important for everybody to understand because sometimes you will hear people and they say yes If I reject Jesus actively, right, if I turn against Him, then the wrath of God will come upon me as a consequence of this. But what the Word of God really teaches us is that the wrath of God is already upon us. It is from birth on upon us because we are sinners. That is our position before God. Ephesians 2, verse 4 says, And that we were by nature children of wrath that is our position that we had before god before our conversion before we believed in the gospel before we believed in the lord jesus christ but believing in the lord jesus christ we have also access by faith into this favor in which we stand see it speaks about favor now the favor of god that god looks in favor in grace upon us. That's what Romans 5 verse 1 says. And this is a consequence of us being justified by God. It's a result of our justification. And this this result of justification defines our fundamental relationship with God. It is really that now we have full access to God in His grace at any time and God does not think other than in grace about us. And I want to bring a, a little example about a, a CEO, right? A big CEO, about a, a, a CEO of a big, big, big company, right? And so if you want to meet the CEO, if you want to have an appointment with the CEO, well, you need to, to make an appointment many weeks in advance and you need to speak with the secretary. And if you come to the... headquarters of this company you need to come into the waiting room and you need to tell the secretary that you're there now and then you have to wait until you are let into the uh, bureau of the ceo right and then if you're granted access then you can come but you can't just show up and say okay here i am and i want to meet the ceo right no there's a certain procedure that you need to follow right but one day There's a man coming in. He runs into headquarters. He just goes up to the top of the building. He passes the secretary. He opens the door to the CEO's bureau, and he just goes in. And who's that? It's the son of the CEO. And you see he has access to his father. The father is the CEO. But his relationship and his standing before that ceo is totally different so he can come at any time that's the point i wanted to make he can come at any time and he can expect that his dad the ceo is going to give him good things right again we have to see or we want to say that that really nothing can separate us from the love of god god thinks In grace upon us, grace is unmerited love, and and nothing can separate us from this love. In Romans 8, 38 and 39, we read, For I am persuaded, says the Apostle Paul, that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor heights, nor depths, nor any other creature, shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in christ jesus our lord indeed we want to hold this fast this is what the the word of god says and there's really nothing that can separate us from his love and really his grace is unconditional right this is something also we need to uh, let's sing let's sing in right let it sing in that his grace is unconditional Otherwise, it would stop being grace, right? Grace is undeserved, unmerited love, favor. And once it becomes conditional, it's no grace anymore. And also I would like to to mention that God thought in grace about us when he sent his son for us, when we were still sinners and enemies. That was the act of God's grace, right? We didn't deserve this. But he thought about this uh, us in, in, in grace, we are still sinners and enemies, but how much more, since we have been justified and have a totally different position before him, how much more now have, that we have been justified by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, he thinks in love, in grace, about, about us. And also this access to God's grace uh, cannot be extended by our faithfulness nor can it be diminished by our unfaithfulness It's also very important because um, this this access to god's favor this grace it is a is a result of our justification and god has justified us not because we have done anything for it but it is based upon the work of the lord jesus christ and again we might ask ourselves how is that possible how can god grant me this access to himself and think of me in pure grace how is that possible doesn't he see all my sins my lack of faithfulness and devotion my cold heart my shortcomings and all of that doesn't he see that but my dear friend these are exactly the kind of questions that rob many children of god of their enjoyment of these things let us take god's perspective and trust his word these things we are talking about these these truths are not truths that are only true for some, for the faithful ones. No, it is These are things that every child of God can say about itself. I am justified by faith on the foundation of the death of Lord Jesus Christ. And henceforth, these results of justification also apply to me. We are dealing here without uh, sorry, we' are dealing here with our fundamental things, with our fundamental position and relationship with God, not our practical walk. And this is something we must differentiate. We must differentiate between our position before God and our practical walk. They, do, they are connected with each other, but we need to differentiate. Our position is what ha- God has attributed to us, what he has given to us, even though we did not deserve it. Our practical walk, that is our responsibility. And, and, and it, is, it is our responsibility to walk according to our position. If we are children of God, this must show in my life. If I am justified and can enjoy such wonderful, tremendous results, it ought to show in my life, right? But we must understand how God thinks about the one-time sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the key. And remember, the access to God in His grace is is also a result of justification. Let me highlight this once more. And the basis of this is the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we really wish that all of us grow more in the understanding of what the person and the work of the Lord Jesus Christ means to God. God sees the value of the accomplished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. And because He understands it, He acts in grace, on our behalf and blesses us so richly and then if we understand how god sees the work of the lord jesus christ we will not only understand how it is possible that god deals with us in grace and bestows all these blessings upon us but we will also worship and thank him more and i also believe that it will steer us up to live more faithful a more faithful and devoted life so we have access to his grace to his favor that is was the second result. Now we come into the third result and uh, that is that is we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Let me read Romans five verse one and two once more. therefore, having been justified on the principle of faith, we have peace towards God through our Lord Jesus Christ and this the result of justification deals mainly with our past, with all our sinful past. The second result that we just dealt with is by whom we have also access by faith into his favor in which we stand. And that is something we have right now. It's not something we wait for. It is something we have right now. Presently, this is our uh, blessing that we can enjoy. And then we come to the third blessing, and it says and we boast in hope of the glory of God. And that is something really that we that deals with our future as children of God or let's say rather as those that are justified by faith. It says we boast in hope and you see we have to understand what hope means here, right? Hope is not something undefinite, some uh, something uncertain. No, it is very certain, it is definite. It is not something that may or may not happen it's not wishful thinking no it is something that is certain but we don't know when it is coming we know that it is coming but we don't know when it is coming we and hence we are still waiting romans 8 verse 24 25 says for we were saved in this hope but hope that is seen is not hope for why does one still hope for what he sees but if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. So there's something we still wait for. It can happen any moment. But because it's not here yet, what is the consequence for us? We wait for it with perseverance. And that is indeed something that will happen. One day we will be in the glory of God. That is all those that believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is God's aim. It is his own glory. That is something that is really mind-boggling, right? God's purpose with you and me, his aim is his own glory. No, nothing less than that. The blood of the Lord Jesus Christ is our entitlement, so to say. The new birth is our qualification. But God's aim is His own glory. We will be in His glory. And First Peter 5.10 says, But may the God of all grace, who called us to His eternal glory by Jesus Christ, and so on, He called us to His eternal glory by Christ Jesus. He has justified us based on the blood of His Son. And now, really, there is no place that He wouldn't give to us. Wonderful. And then I would like, finally, I would like to turn to Romans uh, 8, verse 28 to 30. Let me just read these verses to you. Because there it says, and it's, it's really the end of these verses I want to highlight and emphasize. It says, and we know that all things work together for good. To those who love God, you are one of those who love God, right? It is not a question if we do love God. No, we do love. We are characterized by love of God. That is how the scripture sees it here but to those who are the called according to his purpose, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. And now it comes. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, These he also glorified. That is really his own glory. That is the purpose of God. And do you realize one thing? It does not say he will justify or he will glorify. No, it says he also glorified. From the perspective of God, it is something that is already done. In his counsels, in his purpose, it is already done. Yes, it is true. We still wait for it. We boast in the hope of his glory, but we know that it is certainly coming. Why? First of all, because it's based on the accomplished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. But secondly, God promised so. His own glory is the purpose that he has for us. That is the aim. My dear friends, these are the results of justification that we have seen. We have seen God, the highest authority, he has justified us, has declared us just. He sees us as though we have never sinned before. Maybe just accept this. This is how God sees us. There's no other authority who could ever overrule what God has purposed in his heart. And hence, there are wonderful results. We have peace with God. We have access to His favor, the grace in which we stand, and we boast in the hope of His glory. And that is what we wait for, eagerly, with perseverance. One day it will be true. You and I, all those that believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, they will be in the glory of God. What a wonderful God we have that has just, or who has dealt with us like that. May it be that this stirs our hearts, that we do not stop only what God has given us, but that we move on to the one that has blessed us so much, that we worship him, that we thank him, and that we dedicate our lives to him who has dealt with us thus. Thanks for tuning in today, and until the next time, God bless.